Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit. Jesus is using this image of a vine and branches. He's speaking about grapes because that was very common for the, where he lived and the people he was talking to. They would have been very familiar with vineyards. Uh, I do not have a vineyard. I'm not as familiar with grapes, but I do have two pear trees. You could say I have a pear. <laughs> Every spring, I prune my pear trees and I get out the... Uh, clippers, and I take off the branches, the ones that go straight up, and any branches that are growing in towards each other, I do that in order to hopefully help the whole tree to bear more fruit. And those branches, when I've done pruning them, I put them in the brush pile in the back of the rectory backyard. Well, I looked at them the other day, They've been detached from the trunk of the tree for about a month now. How do you think they look? They look pretty dead. They are not doing well from a branch perspective, okay? Now, the branches that are on the tree and that remain connected to the trunk, they're doing very well. One pear tree was all blossomed out this past couple weeks. The other still has lots of blossoms. My hope is in a few months, there will be a lot of pears, a lot of fruit on those trees. I find this to be a really helpful image that Jesus uses, that this remain in me as I remain in you. It's this whole sense of, uh, for me, what it means, remain in me as I remain in you. Jesus remains in us, okay? Jesus is going to love us no matter what, okay? Jesus is committed to us. But we have to make a very conscious choice to remain in Jesus, okay? It's very easy to get distracted. There's so many things going on, other things to do, whatever, it's very easy to get pulled away. But when I find when I can be very intentional about remaining in Jesus, life just goes better. The things that would normally be bothering me, they don't bother me as much. There's something about a sense of fulfillment and purpose and meaning. But I find it's something I have to do every day. It really helps uh, to have visual reminders of that, to remind me of remaining in Jesus. Sometimes it's like having a crucifix uh, in different uh, rooms of my house or religious articles that kind of, oh yeah, Jesus. Uh, sometimes the words themselves, I, I was thinking of one of our parishioners who I visited her home a couple uh, years ago, and she loves scripture so much that she had her favorite verses painted on the walls of her kitchen. Now, I'm not, don't think I'm ready to do that yet, but, but if I ever did, I think this phrase, remain in me as I remain in you, would be one of the verses I would put up there.
So we remain in Jesus. Uh, it helps to pray daily, to be focused on the Lord. It helps a tremendous amount to pray in community, gathering here at Mass in person, or if it's not possible in person, then online. Uh, it's our chance to gather in Jesus' name. We have the presence of the Lord in the scriptures, the words that we just heard proclaimed. That's one way, another way of remaining in the Lord. And then in a particular way, the gift of the Lord in the Eucharist. Now, Justin and Preston, other times when you've come to Mass, when it came time for communion, you would come forward and cross your hands like this to receive a blessing, right? Uh, and I gave you a blessing. Blessings are wonderful, and I encourage anyone who's not able to receive communion, come forward, receive a blessing. But today you get to receive the Lord in the Eucharist, the body of Christ. So this marks it as a very special day for you to receive the Lord for the first time. But to give you a little bit of better sense of that, I'm going to ask you about, I'm guessing you like to eat. Is that true? Is there any favorite foods that you have? Is there a favorite food? What do you, what do you got? Okay. A breakfast burrito. All right. Great. Any favorite foods? No favorite foods. All right. Mom and Dad, are there any foods that, you know, at least you'll tolerate? Cereal. cereal. Okay, we'll go with cereal. All right, good. I got lots of favorite foods. I got too many favorite foods sometimes it feels like. Okay? But here's the thing. Whatever it is we eat, whether breakfast tacos or cereals or soup or whatever, whatever food we eat, it's... Those things, when it's outside of us, but once it enters into us, is it still cereal and breakfast burritos? No, it changes, doesn't it? Our digestive system, our stomach and our intestines and all the rest, they work to process that food, to change it so we can give it, it can give us energy, so we can go out and play ball or run around. It gives us, food is what allows us to grow. I'm guessing, if you probably don't remember your baptism, but at your baptism, you're quite a bit smaller than you are today. Is that parents? Is that true? You have been growing because of the food you have received. Okay? Now, today you're going to be receiving your first Holy Communion. And with the food of the Eucharist, it's food that we pray that when we receive it into our body, it's not that it changes into our body, but that we can change into the body of Christ, that we can become like Jesus in the way we can be the hands and the feet, a voice of Jesus by what we do and say. Okay? And it is food in the sense of by receiving it, and the more often we receive it, we're able to grow spiritually. It's a great gift. We, we continue to, every time we receive communion, continue to grow, no matter whether we're, I'm guessing, eight years old? Eight years old, does that sound right? More or less? Okay. Or I see somebody here who's 90 years old. 
okay? And I bet they still grow from receiving the Eucharist, why they're here, right? So whatever age, the Lord, the gift of the Eucharist is there for our spiritual food. Now, something else. What does Jesus expect of us? What Does Jesus give us any commandments? Well, I'm going to give you a hint. Next Sunday, we're going to hear it in the gospel for next Sunday. Jesus is going to say to us in the gospel of John, this is my commandment. And he says, love one another as I have loved you. Jesus calls us to love as Jesus loves us. And here's the thing. Jesus doesn't just love us partially or on the days he feels like it. Jesus loves us completely. And so that's a pretty big commandment Jesus is asking of us. To love one another as I have loved you. I can't do that on my own. I can only do that because I've been fed by the Lord in the Eucharist. I can only do that when I choose to remain in Jesus as Jesus remains in me. That's what allows us to love one another as Jesus loves us. Now, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit. What kind of fruit? I don't think Jesus is speaking about pears and grapes. I think of the fruit mentioned in Galatians chapter 5 when it speaks of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Remain in me as I remain in you.